Hello and welcome to the Happiness in Movement podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all things life and mental health and some of the challenges that we face along the way. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to head over to my Instagram at Happiness in Movement to keep up with all of my latest content. Welcome back to another episode of the Happiness in Movement podcast. For this week's episode, we're going to be chatting with Lee Winchcombe of Flockley Health and Fitness. So Lee, if you want to introduce yourself, who are you and what do you do? Hi guys. So um, thanks, Chris. Yeah, my name's Lee, uh, based down in Swindon in Wiltshire. Um, what do I do? So uh, in the part-time aspect of life, I'm a fitness instructor um, and a Pilates instructor as well. So mm. on, in a normal world, I'd be teaching face-to-face yeah. about four times a week um, mm-hmm. between those those two different aspects um, in a little village just outside of Swindon called Rawton, which is full of absolutely amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. So I got into that... Well, it's been a whole year of teaching yeah. now. Nice. Mad. That's just gone flown so by. Flown by, literally. Um, but been qualified in the fitness industry for a couple of years, but mm. didn't do it to teach. I just did it for myself, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of me, really. But that's my part time. Yeah. I do have a full time job working in a bank. Quite boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the to do list so far. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, as I said, then you run a page, uh, Flockley Health and Fitness. So, do, do you want to tell people a little bit about your page and sort of sum up, sum up what your page is all about? Yeah. Um, so, shall I kind of explain what Flockley is as well? Yeah, most- yeah. Go for, go for it. I mean, I've seen your post about it before, but yeah, if you run people through the uh, the sort of origin of the name as well, that'd be good. So, yeah, most people kind of go, "What does that even mean?" Um, but I am a huge fan of flamingos. Um, <laughs> I know it's a bit odd to have that kind of love and interest, but I am. <laughs> and I think if you think about what flamingos are known for, so there's always those sayings, isn't there, about um, uh, be, a, be a flamingo and a flock of pigeons. So yeah, stand yeah. out, be proud of who you are, yeah. um, be bright, be colourful, be bold, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. I think that's certainly over the past sort of 12 to 18 months mm. is that realization of just be me be be who I am and be proud of that rather than sort of yeah. shrinking into to not I suppose um rock the boat to yeah. um, not make people kind of have a reason to talk about me or all of those mm. kind of things that you, when you think about not standing out yeah uh, that realization of actually I've got a lot to give I'm a pretty mm-hmm. decent human being and I'm not embarrassed by the fact that maybe I'm a bit quirky or weird or yeah. whatever 
So there's yeah. that element. And then there's also um, uh, being part of a flock, being part of a community. Yeah. Um, so I said about obviously teaching in a little village in Rawton. Mm -hmm. I never anticipated my classes taken off like they have but yeah. I genuinely feel like I've embedded myself into a into a community of people yeah yeah and it's kind of exactly what I always wanted to achieve yeah um so that's what the flockly element is about it's about that standing being proud of who you are standing out from the crowd but being yeah. part of something mm. special kind of thing. yeah yeah so a bit, a bit of a community to belong to as well i love that I, I think obviously like me and you came across each other on instagram a while back through sort of mental health pages and things like that so th there's obviously a, a big element of that involved in your page as well isn't there yes no absolutely so for me, the reason I got into fitness was because I was struggling with my mental well-being. Mm -hmm. The reason it's then taken a turn into me teaching is yeah. because so many people I know were inspired by how I kind of picked myself up in that dark time yeah. and got myself into a better place. And I'm like, well, how have mm. you done that? What have you done? And then you're like, well, actually, I started going to the gym. I started running. I started doing this. And then you mm. realise that... That the the physical, I know people say it all the time, the physical and the mental go hand in hand. But yeah. until you lived and breathed it, mm -hmm. I don't think you click what that is. No. So yeah, so we came across each other obviously because of well, be brave, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so my 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 page is is a mix of that physical wellness mm -hmm. and the mental wellness as well, and combining the two, hopefully. Yeah together yeah quite a quite a holistic approach to health and well-being i suppose so good yeah, good way to be to be fair and i also i i always say this but i don't deem myself as your normal fitness instructor mm. in the sense that i'm not uh i haven't got a six pack yeah I'm not size eight yeah. i don't go into the gym and wear like little crop tops which is nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to wear yeah power to you yeah but I am, well, I, I just deem myself as a normal woman. Yeah. And the people I want to help are other normal people yeah. who probably feel anxious about going into a gym environment because yeah. they don't feel comfortable there. Sure. They don't want to be in a weight section where there's just full of really muscly big guys and women. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't do this. It's intimidating, so, isn't it? Yeah. So my aim is that by being just a normal everyday person who is faced normal everyday challenges yeah like just help those people that actually really need to be active yeah but are about doing so yeah definitely giving people a little bit of a platform where they maybe struggle to relate or access in a way that other people might feel more happy doing because like like you say there is definitely a sort of trend about the gym at the moment it's become quite a, a fashionable thing to do which is great but for some people that does work the opposite way where it, it creates a little bit of a barrier in some ways so I, lo I love that actually the, the, the idea of like the flamingo just being yourself and then that's like at the forefront of everything that you're doing fitness wise as well I love that um so yeah, in, in terms of in terms of any other work that you do, mental health wise, I know that you've you've got a qualification as a, a first aider, haven't you? So do, do you want to maybe tell people a little bit about the the other work that you've done aside from the fitness stuff? Yeah, so um, I guess I'm quite lucky in the sense that where my fitness business is effectively based, it's mm. out of a therapy centre. Yeah. So we're made up of lots of different um, professions. So you've got your sports therapist, podiatrist. Yeah 
We've also got, um, I don't know what you would really class John as, but I suppose he's, he, I think he cast himself as like um, uh, a coach of some descriptions, like a life yeah. coach. Yeah. And um, so I've kind of got to know this particular person over the last couple of years. Yeah. And um, John's very much aware of how important mental well-being is to me. And he offered me the chance last year to go on his new um, first aid for mental health course. So he'd right. recently qualified um, yeah. as a tutor to be able to deliver it. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I know how important it is for you. Um, and in my full-time job in that boring bank world yeah. <laughs> um, I, also, I really advocate mental well-being in the workplace as well so I yeah. I do work for a big corporate bank mm-hmm. um, so you can understand the pressures that come with that corporate world are quite significant yeah. especially yeah. in the current climate you know we're all working from home um, the stresses and strains in finance at the moment yeah. are quite significant so I really advocate the mental well-being in the workplace too so yeah it kind of goes hand in hand in that the the mental health aspect outside of work is really important because it's important to me. Yeah. A number of family and friends over the years and now have suffered with their own struggles mm-hmm. and people in work also are in that position. And yeah. I'd like to think I'm somebody that you can talk to and like my door's always open kind of approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised, especially in the fitness world, how many clients tell you things about yeah. their life and about what's going on with them and their mentality mm. without you even asking? It's like yeah. they feel safe in your, we all know this from, from your work. Um, yeah, definitely. When somebody's like on the couch, they yeah. talk, don't they? They just tell they you do. everything. They do, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's where that came in. It just sort of felt like a lot of people were coming to me and opening up and needing support. Yeah. And I didn't quite know the right place to kind of give them that support or the right way of yeah. doing it. It's kind of how, so to sign, level, how to signpost people. Yeah. The level yeah. two and level three mental health first aid stuff has just been like it's been great for me to also learn more about other illnesses that yeah. I've not had that much experience with and it's given yeah. me the confidence then to know maybe what to look out for or yeah. where to get somebody to, to reach out to if they need more support. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. I, th- I think you, you you raise a lot of awareness. Like I've seen you post a few times about maybe slightly lesser known mental illnesses as well, and things that you don't tend to think of when people talk about mental health. Like the the ones that typically jump to mind are like anxiety, depression, stress, things like that. But there's there's lesser known stuff as well, and I think you you bring a lot of that to the forefront, which is great. And you just you're combining a lot of the right stuff, I think. And I think it just it just makes for a really good sort of healthcare or well-being professional when they're so aware of all of these pressures of life that aren't just the fitness stuff and um, like a lot a lot a lot of, oh no sorry a lot a lot of coaches they really focus on just purely that physical element of it and i remember when i was using an online coach it was great in terms of forming habits and staying on track but all i was bothered about was if i'd lost weight that week and how I looked when I had to send my progress pictures and I ended up waking up anxious about doing that. So I, th- I think having, having someone in healthcare or fitness or wh- whatever sort of field you'd call it, people that are just human, like you say, you're bringing a really personal element to it. And I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people are trying to do now, to be fair. Like I think a lot of people that are creating pages like yours or mine and people are becoming a lot more confident of admitting 
their struggles with that sort of stuff. And I think it's because people like you keep talking about it and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely pushing things in the right direction. I love it. Um, so in, in terms of your, your own mental health, then is, is there anything in particular that you do to care for that? What, what sort of things would you be recommending or what do you find most useful for looking after your own mental wellbeing? Um, for me, it's definitely, uh, I've definitely noticed it more in the last like 10 months, but yeah. being outside, mm-hmm. um, like years and years ago. So much before I got into any aspect of fitness, yeah. when I was a bit fat and lazy, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Um, <laughs> Gross. I, I was more of a sit down and, and watch a box set in, until the cows come home and, and yeah. not really do a lot like I wasn't mm. an outdoors person I didn't really go for a walk because I could I went for a walk because I had to yeah um, like it was the done I thing I running years ago and just was too fat to enjoy it yeah, I, don't, I don't like running either <laughs> yeah, I think I've definitely come to realize that getting outside getting fresh air Mm-hmm. It's a massive, massive thing for me. Yeah. And I know that if I go a day or two without going for a walk of some description, mm. even if it is just go to the shop to get milk, if yeah, I just end up getting the orange, yeah, I like it. I can notice very quickly that I will spiral into a well, I can't bother to go out today, and I didn't go out yesterday, so what difference does it make? And then suddenly, yeah. one day becomes three days, and you're like, I've yeah. Got, I've out and then you start realizing that actually you're feeling a bit low so that's mm. one thing for me. Yeah. Um, obviously exercising in general yeah has made a big difference when I was at my absolute worst back in 2018 yeah like I was in a really really dark place yeah. I I joined a gym because I'd only just started living in Swindon I didn't know anybody so I effectively I joined a gym as something to do yeah. and in the hope I might meet somebody that I'd become friends with yeah and yeah. it was sort of just pain from there really i know like i said mm. the gym isn't for everybody no. but it worked for me in that instance yeah definitely being outside like if you could take me to the mountains in like the brecon beacons i'd mm. be the happiest girl right now <laughs> uh, forest could just you know re- relax the lockdown open that bit <laughs> and that'd be grand um, <laughs> yeah so that's that's definitely a huge thing for me and yeah I'm not very good at it, I'm not going to lie, in terms of electronics and social media, but I do know when I'm feeling at my most overwhelmed, I have to switch off from them. Yeah. Um, because otherwise it's it's too much content, it's too much going in, and then you can find Definitely. yourself comparing, oh, so-and-so is being really successful at the moment, and am I doing something wrong? Mm. I don't compare myself to people in terms of like weight loss and stuff like that, because yeah. everybody's different, and... I'm happy in the body that I'm in. But I think when you compare your business to other people's businesses, you yeah. sort of think, well, but they're doing this and I'm not. And then you have to go, well, actually, I'm on a different journey to them. I work in Absolutely. a full time job and this is part time. And yeah. you do find that that can be, and, it, and I, you can spend hours, can't you? Just literally. Just roaming. Just I'm like, what am I doing with my yeah. life? It's but like yeah, you, you, you do it. You do it to try and make yourself feel better, and then you end up making yourself feel worse because of the amount of time that ends up going into it. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, the, the outdoors one, definitely for me, I mean, not to get too sciencey on it and stuff, but there's been a lot of studies that have been done about that and in terms of the, the effect of walking on your mood in an urban environment compared to like a rural environment and the outdoor one just boosts things because it's, it's where we're meant to be. And it's, it's fine if people aren't too keen on that stuff, but people that people that do enjoy that stuff and maybe don't engage in it as much and maybe, like you say, they start becoming aware of the fact that not, they're not engaging in that stuff, it's... It is an antidepressant in itself, I've always found. Like on, on bad days, if I can manage to get myself out, even if it's just for 10 minutes, like you say, always provides that little bit of a boost. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be agreeing there. We all notice I've started dancing every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds ridiculous. But it helps. Down three, I have literally made a great playlist of so many songs that just make me want to dance. Mm-hmm. And no matter what mood I'm in, every single day since we've been in lockdown three, I have put on a song and mm. I make myself get up and dance. And it, it really does make a big difference. It does. It really does. Like, like going back to that, just be who you are, be proud of who you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm like an idiot and I don't really care <laughs> because I'm moving in a way that makes me happy. So. Mm. Happiness in movement. <laughs> it's like we planned this we didn't <laughs> perfectly it's gone perfectly <laughs> so obviously we're recording on my podcast at the moment but uh, for people listening lee does actually have one of her own it's called avo chat with lee so do you want to maybe talk a little bit about the the origins of that and the, the work that you're doing there at the moment as well so it's still really new yeah um literally have got like two um episodes out yeah uh, I, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for absolutely ages. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a techie person. So I just yeah. kind of kept going off because I didn't know where to start. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of, again, come from the trying to get people to realise that it is okay to talk about your mental health. So mm. the most recent episode I, I did just before Christmas was with my two best friends talking about all three of ours experience with mental well-being. Yeah. All three of us have had or are still suffering with depression mm. and anxiety yeah. um, but we all dealt with it differently but we all also were on the same medication and it was kind of like but we've all had different experiences of medication so it's kind of yeah. trying to get people to realize that what works for one person isn't the same for another but putting yeah. that into context that people listening can understand yeah and also quite a good part of it as well is that one of the girls she she's not been diagnosed but she she has an eating disorder she has a binge eating disorder but she's only starting to realize that in the last sort of four or five months and it's kind of talking about her journey to realization it something isn't right yeah and the hope that somebody else might listen to that and go hmm yeah that kind of sounds like me and get a few few cogs turning yeah and this person's taken a brave step in admitting that something isn't right yeah yeah and she's doing it on a podcast so hopefully that would just make someone else feel that they can do the same sort of thing really so you know i don't i don't have any grand big plans for it but if if one person listens to that and goes oh like that sounds like me i need to get some help then i kind of feel like i've done something positive so definitely it's not it's not going to build anything massive i don't think and i don't have much time to give to it but what time i can give hopefully it will be it'll be good content i definitely want to share some things from the mental health first aider stuff as well definitely i think that'd be really useful 
Yeah. So some of the illnesses that you mentioned that people don't really hear of, yeah, maybe yeah. talking more in depth about some of those again. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's still early days. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's going right yeah. so far. No, that's really, really good. And I mean, like, like you say, not even being the techiest person, I think still being able to go out and create that stuff, you know, there's so many platforms that allow people to share now in ways that are sort of accessible or easy for them to do but also for other people to be able to tune in like you say and all, all it takes is a few people to maybe hear even a snippet of a podcast once and that sentence that they heard at that point it can be something that starts sort of getting some wheels turning and it could could take a few months to snowball into any change but you know it all, it all has to start with a conversation at some point so yeah I, I really really like that um i'm looking forward to more of the kind of mental health first aid stuff as well uh, i think it'd be really interesting to learn about that because i'll be honest i didn't realize that there was a, a specific mental health first aid role until i saw you posting about it um is, is it something that's kind of more recent then or is that quite a, a long-standing thing that maybe we're just not not aware of um i mean i've heard of it in the last few years yeah through my full-time job mm -hmm. um, so in the past couple of years, the bank have put members of staff through the qualification, but it right. was limited to sort of more senior grades in the bank. Yeah, yeah. So I was never able to get access to it. Mm. Um, but I don't, actually, I don't know how long it's been around for, but certainly at least the last couple. But yeah. again, me doing it external to the bank, I wouldn't necessarily have looked it up had... John not kind of said to me, look, I've just gone through his qualification to teach this. Would you yeah. like to go through it? So I think it is still relatively new. Yeah, um, yeah. But I recommend anybody to go on it, absolutely. Mm. No, I think so, it's a really, really useful qualification to be having. I mean, in, in terms of more hospital-based stuff, we have, we have teams that were like called RAID um, in one of the trusts that I used to work in in the NHS, and they were kind of like on-site mental health team in the hospital or in the local community and it was like if there was someone that needed seen fairly soon there'd be a team that came out but that, that wasn't the kind of thing where there was external people it was more of a more of a hospital based thing but i think i'll definitely be looking into it myself to be fair now that i've got a, a few other things sort of underway it might be a, a, a next little challenge for me to start working on <laughs> let's get myself busy good course in the sense that like it's either you've got one day course for the level two or two yeah. days Three, but it's a really um like it's a kind of environment where you're encouraged to do role play situations on how would you how would you deal with a conversation if someone came up to you and was like etc yeah so but it's in that kind of environment where you're not you know you're encouraged to just practice and yeah just you, talk yeah you can't go wrong and you'll get feedback to make it better so do it yeah. while you do it in a safe environment before mm. you are the real world having those conversations yeah. i think the one thing that i would say i definitely need to do more of is is spreading the knowledge to people that i am a mental health first aider yes so, putting that out there more yeah so but yeah it's no definitely worthwhile doing you know one or two days is quite a small amount of time to commit for something yeah big difference yeah, well, it's a lifetime set of skills, really, isn't it? Once you've done it, it's it's one of those things where there'll be a couple of little gems in there again that once once you've got that locked away, someone happens to come to you for a chat one time and that goes off again and you're cracking. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's definitely something I'll be uh, looking into. It's it's on the list. I think I need to uh, prioritize all the stuff I want to work on at the minute. There's loads of ideas and quite a bit of free time, so we need to start coordinating that a bit. Um, so obviously we've touched on lockdown a little bit throughout this chat so compared to 
maybe when we first went into lockdown originally would would you say that your your attitudes around potentially your own life or the way that we're generally as a, as a society living i suppose have you, have you have you changed your attitudes in any way because of the things that we've gone through in the past year like would you, would you say that you think about things in any sort of different ways lockdown has forced me to slow down mm-hmm. but that's not a bad thing in the mm. sense that um like so lockdown one when everything was like thrown into chaos yeah um it was it was like a really i can't really explain it but as in do you remember that when we first went into lockdown and all the roads were dead quiet all and you'd go time. for a walk and you'd barely see another human being yeah and i was like i actually quite like this this is peaceful <laughs> so, yeah and i've i've always been someone who's just always on the go like literally non-stop yeah every time any spare time i'm doing something in it and i i always feel guilty if i'm not doing something mm. so if i take like the weekend i was a bit poorly at the weekend and i felt guilty as hell that i spent sunday on the sofa mm. but actually you're like well hang on a second it's your body's way of saying you need to take a step back yeah so i think definitely that's made me realize that a slower pace of life is not a bad one mm-hmm. and it's also um have you heard like um uh people like you know you talk about you're an introvert or an extrovert yeah yeah have you heard people now being called like ambiverts yeah they just dip, depending on your situation you can be sort of one or the other i think i've got a few traits of that to be fair it depends yeah, who i'm around I, yeah i've realized that that's actually me and i always yeah. thought i was definitely an extrovert yeah but sometimes i've got like friends at the moment who are like do you want to go out for a walk because obviously there's not much else you can do in order to mm. see your friends and i'm like Actually, you know what? I want to go for a walk. I want to go on my own. And yeah. I want to and I want a podcast on or some music. Mm. And I don't want to be around other people. I just want to be on my own. Um, so it's it certainly kind of made me evaluate what's important in life more. Yeah. And thinking about um I'm I'm a, I'm a definitely a giver in that I will always want to help and support people that I care about. Yeah. But I very rarely take that time back for myself. Mm. So I'm again I know I'm not the best at it, but I'm getting better at realizing when I need to give myself some self care yeah. and not just being there for everyone else. But it's yeah. a hard one because you want people to know that if they need to talk to somebody, you're there for them. But sometimes, and I know it's going to sound really awful, (laughs) but sometimes you have friends who take that all the time, but they're there for you when you need them to be. 100%. I've noticed noticed that there are some friends like that in my life Mm. about managing how that makes me feel and how much time I give to that relationship when often it makes me feel deflated either then and there or later on does that kind of make any yeah. sense yeah no i can i can really relate to that one to be fair i think that's something that i've become quite aware of as well in terms of i know everyone's always talking about like energy and stuff like that at the minute but in in terms of where i'm directing a lot of that energy and where i'm putting a lot of my time and my effort and realizing that there was nothing wrong with me doing that but it gets to a point where you need to realize how much you get back and you know it's it's not that there's anything wrong with people not giving as much back because that's that's them and their life and that's one thing that i've really come to terms with especially over the last last sort of year especially i've had a lot of sort of mental changes in the way i think about stuff and 
Yeah, I think I've definitely just realised that like you can you can just let people be sometimes, and you, you don't need to always be available for people. So it's it's not a selfish thing to prioritise your own health above, above anything else, whether that's physical or mental. And I think that's that's something that I'm sure a lot of people will probably feel the same with now because everyone's gone through the the same thing really, where we've we've been forced through a lot of the same stuff, but you know some people have realized that they really miss everyone other people have realized that maybe they were putting too much out so no i think i can i can, I can definitely relate in terms of that stuff you're not alone with that one and like i say i'm sure a lot of other people will be there too um but generally i'd say people are probably coming out of the experience a bit more a bit more rounded and they know themselves a little bit better because they've they've had to be alone with themselves a bit more and like you say you always really kept yourself busy and i think a lot of the time people do that to stop having to sit with their thoughts because uh, a lot of anxiety come out of the break <laughs> like you, you hit the break and suddenly there's no noise and it's like shit <laughs> i was definitely there like so after i went through like that really dark time that i said about in mm. that period of time of of getting better there was probably moments where I thought oh I'm definitely getting I'm definitely getting better I'm definitely like my mental health definitely better mm. and then you would stop and you'd be left alone with thoughts and you'd go oh no yeah, I've gone backwards I'm plugging the gap I've been plugging the gap <laughs> so now I'm like no there is like there is no gap to plug I'm genuinely in a good place mm-hmm. and I, I say this to a few people at the moment and it is really odd to say it given we were in a pandemic, given we've been through like numerous lockdowns and we can't do anything, I'm the happiest yeah. I've ever been. And it's mm-hmm. but it's good if that kind of Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. I'm exactly the same. It's been a very transformative year despite circumstances i think but yeah no i think uh, a lot of people will be in the same boat to be fair but for, for for other people that aren't as well that's that's fine you know it has been a very very rough year and if all you've done is bumble your way through that and not get much done like that's that's okay it's been mental <laughs> it's all right to take a bit of time off from things so yeah I'd, I'd say overall message really is as long as you're maintaining your own mental health and you're not doing harm along the way do what you need to do do what you need to do so as, as a bit of a, a rounding off message then from lee from flockley from other chat what would you what would you want to round off with a bit of advice for everybody that might be listening Oh, that's a good one. We'll hone, we'll, we'll hone in and say, we'll hone in and say regarding mental health, just to just to keep it a little bit less broad. <laughs> I guess from a mental health perspective, it would be to uh, people say it all the time, but to know that you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Like literally, there's not going to be one person in the world who has not either at the current time or previously suffered with some form of negative mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So. If you're feeling embarrassed about how you feel, if you're feeling like you're being silly mm. and you don't need to talk about it because no one's going to understand, don't think like that because literally there will be somebody out there who'll go, oh God, I thought it was just me. Thank God that you feel the same. 100%. So don't let that put you off seeking support, whether it be from your loved ones, whether it be from your family, or whether it even be to reach out to professionals. Yeah. And also don't let the pandemic make you think that those opportunities to talk professionals aren't there because they absolutely are so don't think oh i don't want to put pressure on the nhs you know they've got this Mm -hmm. going on don't think that at all go and ask and seek for that support you know people like samaritans as well are always there so always my kind of roundup is talk about it better out than in 
Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The repression doesn't do anybody any good, and it's going to come out at some point. So yeah, it's been absolutely amazing having you on. Thank you so much for putting the time aside with your your busy little diary. Um, so anybody listening, make sure you go check out Lee's page, Lee, uh, Flockley Health and Fitness, or follow her podcast. Have a chat with Lee. Um, I'm sure she'd be happy to chat with people, connect with people. She's really lovely. We've been chatting for a while over and back on uh, Instagram. And this is the first time we've actually spoken. So hopefully it's been an all right chat for everybody. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And um, best of luck with everything else business-wise and stay safe. Thanks, Chris. See you later.